0: Welcome to the weekly message from Rhema Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au. Thank you so much
1: for today, Lord. And uh, I just say again, Father, I cannot do this without you. Uh, So we humble ourselves to you, Father, we thank you for your strength. We thank you for your grace and anointing that we're able to minister your word. So, Father, thank you that everyone has ears to hear today. Father, we thank you that uh, th- the things that are said today will change lives forever. And we thank you for that in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. So, some years ago, uh, for this is something that happened to me uh, someone you know uh did something wrong to me and i thought it was a significant thing they did to me uh they wronged me and i kept going back and forth with forgiveness i don't know if any of you can relate somebody uh messed with you and you thought you forgave them but then you had a thought you know and so this was kind of going on with me and then you know i was like playing you ever have like? and and everyone's different you know i was kind of a rough guy growing up so with my roughness you know sometimes i played out re- revenge scenes you know i did little <laughs> clips of revenge in my head and, I, and you know you don't have to raise your hand but you know what i'm talking about where you're kind of going through re- you know like a revenge scene and then you like snap out of it and think well like i'm a christian man and, and you know and I'm even a pastor and like, what am I doing going through like a revenge thing, you know, in my head, you know. But sometimes, you know, when you get hurt and somebody really does something wrong to you, you can actually, you know, you're, you can ha- have those kind of things happen. So I was going through one of these revenge things in my head thinking, you know, because, you know, I was just thinking that, that you ever think that, that that person really never paid a price for what they did? You know, am I the only ones that? Am i the only one that ever thinks things like that they really never paid a price or they really never said sorry the way they should have said it you you know and so i was kind of thinking that going through and then it's like the lord he he spoke to me and it's like whoa like when he speaks it really makes a difference and he gave me this scripture in luke chapter 23 and verse 32 and it says There were also two other criminals led with him to be put to death, and when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and one on the left, and here's the verse that came to me, then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do, and they divided his garments and cast lots, and the lord spoke that scripture to me and then after he spoke it to me he uh, he the verse he gave me he said these things your incident what happened to me wasn't nearly as serious as what happened to me on the cross and of course he's really correct about that isn't he and then he said notice what i said about those that crucified me and then he brought that phrase to me for they do not know what they do. You know, and I and, you know, and it's easy for all of us to think they sure did know what they were doing. <laughs> and if anyone ever wrongs any of us, we think, well, they they knew what they were doing. You know, it's like kind of like I didn't watch it, so just so you know, I didn't watch this movie, but I did see a tra a clip of a trailer, not even the whole trailer, okay, but it it's been out for a long time. It's called Mean like Mean Girls, you know. And, <laughs> Any of you you that have been in school, you always know there's this little clique of mean girls, you know, and sometimes there's a clique of mean guys, too, (laughs) and, you know, and they know what they're doing, and and they're just being mean to a lot of different people, and you think, well, man, you know, they planned it. Well, you know, but Jesus said, like, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And so he continued to talk to me, and he said, the person who did wrong to you didn't know what he was doing. And, of course, he was kind of like stopping me in my thoughts, saying those things to me, so I no longer thought about that. You know, like, well, that person knew what they were doing, they planned it and all that. And then he said this to me. He said, unsaved people who are in sin... And even Christians who are hurting can do things. And they all do it, the unsaved people will do it out of sin, but Christians can do things out of hurt. And people, all people can do things out of ignorance. And so then he said this, he said, I had compassion on sinful men who tortured me and hung me on the cross. They did not know what they were doing. And then he said this to me, he said, Yield to compassion and you'll begin to see the bigger picture concerning people he said yield to compassion and you'll begin to see the bigger picture concerning people and then he said this last thing he said sin hurt and ignorance can motivate people to do wrong things well you know to just you know in a nutshell that really helped me (laughs) that was a really big help to, to me you know so um so today what we want to talk about a little bit is the power of forgiveness you know so it, it's it's powerful um it was, it's powerful because of what happened with us and god but it's also powerful when we decide to forgive so let's go back to this scripture in luke chapter 23 and look at verse number 34 that says again it says then jesus said father forgive them so i want to just pick that word like look at that word father and the fact that jesus said father i think there's something significant there why did he say father because here's what i like he could have said god he could have said lord he could have said yahweh he could have said jehovah he could have said almighty god he could have said creator but he used the word like father and so let's think about that like for ourselves you know when you talk about god you know do you always say god or do sometimes you say my father and i I know some people say daddy you know everyone is different but here's what we can say about jesus when he said father that's like family and it's very relational and so uh, the fact that he was able to forgive when he's on the cross that 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 kind of strength can come out of a relationship. A, a lot, of, e- even faith. I, I remember, you know, this is a little off what we're saying, but uh, many years ago when we were uh, living in Oklahoma, and we were both serving at Rama, Patsy uh, Patsy made mention to Brother Hagen. She said this to him. She said, "Do you think that your faith?" Uh, you know, like your relationship with God helps your faith to be more uh, fruitful. That, that, that's why your faith would work, because his faith worked quite well. And so his response to Patsy was, Why, of course, everyone knows that. And Patsy then, very humbly talking to Kenneth Hagan, says, Well, Brother Hagan, I don't know if everyone knows that. Maybe you should teach on it. <laughs> you, know, you know, like that that's kind of like very humbling to say that to a, a Kenneth Hagin, but he had such a relationship with God that it caused his faith to be very fruitful. Okay? And so in the same way, relationship with God will definitely make a difference for us when it comes to us forgiving because of that relationship with God, changes us and so jesus says father forgive them and then not only then he calls on the father but here's another thought too he didn't start off saying i forgive them and maybe sometimes you know in some situations it's too big for us to start with (laughs) ourselves. you know like the first thing he said is father forgive them and there and, and if you think about it there's a number of reasons why because Ultimately, people that do us wrong, they have to answer to God, you know, who are we? I mean, they, they might answer to us, but, you know, we're not going we to, we're not God. We're not the Father. So ultimately, everyone answers to the Father. And so when he, he, he started off and he said, Father, instead of I forgive them. You know, that, that's kind of a good next step. Like, Father, forgive them. And, instead of, and you can get to yourself after, But he said father forgive them that's who they're going to have to answer to and uh so i just you know heard a a recent testimony and uh and i can't name names because it's so fresh off the press you know but somebody uh a, a guy got physically assaulted by another guy and so the guy that got physically assaulted he said father forgive and guess what, you know, the guy that physically assaulted him gets saved and ends up in the same church. Yeah. Think about that, after a physical assault. You know, so, so it, was, it was just kind of like what happened where Jesus said, Father, forgive him. And, and it, has, it really had, it was fruitful. So you could say this when Jesus said, Father, forgive. It's also like seeing the big picture, the man the mankind picture like why jesus came to earth he came for that very reason you know uh, so when he said father forgive for they do not know it's that big picture that he sees where sometimes we get into our small world and our small picture and if somebody hurts us or does something to us it's like our small world but the big picture is we're only here for a short time and that's one thing i i really appreciated hearing quite often with keith moore consistently saying we're just here a short time and everything we do matters so you know uh somebody hurts us but the person that hurts us they might not be saved and so we just want you know revenge when they need to get saved that's the big picture Let's go back to that scripture and look at it again, like Luke chapter 23 and verse 34. Uh, it says, Then Jesus forgive them. Uh, Jesus said, I'm so, sorry, Father forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Let's talk about that word forgive just now. The word forgive, here's like a definition of that word or different words to describe it to pardon, to excuse, to exonerate, to free, to acquit to let off, to release from. That's all different ways you can say that. So think about, like, if you're praying, you could say, Father, forgive, but you could say, Father, pardon them. Father, excuse them. Father, exonerate them. Father, free them. Father, acquit them. Father, like, let them off. I mean, and, and that's something that we need to do, is let them off. Father, release them. All different ways that Jesus could have said that, but he's, he said, Father, forgive them, okay? So think about this. Jesus is on a cross. He's scourged, beat, put stride, you know, thorns on his head, nails hanging there, bleeding. So think think about how unselfish it was when he says, Father, forgive them. Like, let them off. Exonerate them. Think about that. So the unselfishness of that, it'd be like this for us if anyone ever does us wrong if we can just get out of an unselfish place and think about them and see that bigger picture and that's what jesus did there it wasn't about him then it was about them now that that's a challenge for all of us but we're we're, this is power month and so this can take all of us up to another level because if we can walk around without carrying those kind of burdens where we're We got something, we got a problem with somebody. We're holding this thing. And we're going to look at a scripture and see especially why it's beneficial. Let's look at this one more time. And then let's look at this phrase here where it says, they do not know what they do. So going back, they do not know. So here's a few scriptures like in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 8. It says, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So the plan of God was so secret with Jesus. He came to the earth, but even in the realm of the spirit, the devil and all of his cohorts, they didn't even know what was going to happen. They did not know that plan. And so they inspired people to crucify him. And they actually were playing right in to the plan of God. They didn't know god didn't reveal it then you go to the book of acts in chapter acts 3 and verse 15 and uh it says and you killed the author of life whom god raised from the dead this is peter talking and uh to to this we are witnesses and his name by faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know and the faith that is through jesus has given the man this perfect health In the presence of you all and then he says and now brothers I know that you acted in ignorance as you also as also your rulers so he bring he brings it up that group of people that crucified Jesus they were inspired by the devil and they actually did not know what they were doing so think about that you know how the devil what things would the devil want to attack the devil would like to attack marriages just like the devil came in and influenced those people to the degree that they crucified an innocent person if let's like make sure we understand the devil can come into a home not the devil personally but his cohorts and they can deceive a husband or they could deceive a wife and lie, and whoever, and then both of them can be involved in that, and they start making remarks to one another, and they're actually do, they're not they don't even realize what they're doing they don't even realize who's behind it. And they say things, and they and and you know then after they say it they're, they're even surprised that they say it. So if we understand that that there's a realm a spiritual realm that can influence children even things they say to parents, and even influence parents in the way that parents would talk to children. Uh, and and uh, so just knowing that helps us to go after the things at the root. The root of it sometimes is a spiritual thing. And we have authority to take care of things at the root. Here's what Paul said about himself in First Timothy chapter 1 and verse 13. It says, though formerly." I was a blasphemer, persecutor, and insolent opponent. But here's what he said. I, I received mercy because I acted ignorantly in unbelief. And so we can all act ignorantly and do things. You know, sometimes uh, somebody once said this. They said, uh, and I, I believe it was uh, Kenneth Hagan, who's home with the Lord, but he said this. He was talking about criticizing other people. And he said, until you are in someone else's shoes, and carrying the weight or the pressure they're carrying in life you have no right to throw a stone concerning how they acted in a certain situation and he may have been saying that that it was directed toward people in ministry but until until any until you're in someone else's shoes in a marriage and you don't know what they're carrying they may have financial pressure they may have other things that they're carrying and in, until you're in those shoes and know what it's like don't throw stones and criticize, but we can pray instead of do you know, and you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what kind of weight they're carrying. You don't know what kind of pressures are on them. And so we can help pick that up by praying for them and help them out instead of throwing stones at them and criticizing them. What a difference it makes. Okay, so why is this important and why is it powerful? All right, so let's look at this. In 1 John chapter 3 and verse 18, it says, "Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our hearts before him. For whoever our heart sorry, for whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from Him because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing, that what pleases Him, excuse me. And this is the commandment that we believe in the name of His Son Jesus Christ and love one another just as He commanded us. So let's say a few things here. This is written to Christians. All right, so do you, if you really are a person that studies the Word, you might say, well, wait a minute. The Book of Romans says there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So if the Book of Romans says that he's, you know, removed the condemnation and the guilt, then how could this book, you know, further on in the Bible, how could it say that if your heart condemns you? How, how could that be? Well, here's the thing. First of all, uh, when we get saved... We are released from any guilt or condemnation that would have previously came from God because if somebody broke the law in the Old Testament God wasn't pleased with them but God put all the sin and everything on Jesus and he took it off of us so all Christians uh, we God is not condemning us and we should we do not carry any guilt because of what God did in Christ but here, it doesn't say God is condemning anyone. It talks about our heart, and it says that a Christian's heart can bother them. You can be troubled in your heart, not your physical heart, your spirit. And what, could, what would trouble a Christian's heart is if they walk out of love. If, they do, if they're in a place where they're walking out of love, it says that it can rob somebody's heart of confidence and so any Christian that prays needs confidence if you're going to pray and believe you receive something from God if you're going to pray and believe God hears you you really need confidence in your heart so why is this powerful and why is this important because any Christian that would be carrying something where they're in strife or un, or they they have this unforgiveness towards somebody it's really important to let that go Because it affects you when you pray and when you pray you want to pray with a heart full of confidence so it says this if our heart does not condemn us in other words if you're clean if you're not walking around holding a grudge if you're not walking around in unforgiveness if you're not walking around that way then you are actually free and when you pray you can have confidence in your heart okay so Let's just, like, say a few other things here. Think about this now, going back to Jesus. Jesus didn't ask the Father to punish those who crucified him. That's not what he asked for. didn't say, Lord, and, you know, and and we would think they need punished. You know, and, and it's my fellow Italians that had something to do with it. And people that don't understand the Bible, they. My, when we were growing up, my father was Italian, uh, of course, and he didn't take any blame for what happened to Jesus, but he d- my father did not like Jews. My father said the Jews killed Jesus, so he had a grudge against Jews. Of course, my father ended up getting saved, and then he understood the plan of God. But before he understood the plan of God, he had a problem with Jews, thinking that, look what they did, they killed Jesus. but If jesus didn't die we'd still be in sin so jesus didn't ask the father to punish those who crucified him he wasn't consumed by revenge or payback all right so that's the first thing that like apply that to ourselves uh uh, we could say this then you know like what are we consumed by bible says to examine yourself like so, so sometimes it's good to examine yourself like what are we consumed by like what do we think about more than anything so we could uh, say this if we're consumed by a person who did us wrong it will affect our heart and it will affect our confidence so jesus asked the father he said forgive them and this what that tells us that he had a close relationship with the father now here's this our relationship with the father if we if we have this relationship it, it's like a relationship with love all right I'll say it when our relationship with the Father is like a relationship with love because God is love all right so Jesus and the Father were one and so he was one with love and so when we get saved we have love comes on the inside of us so when you think about relationship with God you think about well that's relationship with love okay now anytime that you feel hard or you you're kind of like hardened and you're not in that place where you you know like you're just saturated with love it's like take note because if Christ is in you love is in you right and it's like a relationship with the father is a relationship with love that's what jesus had so it was easy for him to say father forgive them okay so here's a thought god's love to us and in us is the same love that compassionately flows out of us so somebody said this once they said uh that you cannot love past your revelation of god's love to you very hard to love further than you are allowing yourself or you even have a revelation of god's love to you so the greater revelation that we have of how god loves us that is the deeper that we love so with that said now Our unforgiveness towards someone will hinder and imprison us to a person or even people so it actually brings us instead of being free and light we're actually in a prison and we're in a prison to a person so that person is like what you think about now I I know that I thought about this person that I started off talking about quite often in a, in a sense I was in prison to that person and I could get up and, and and I could get up and teach and preach the word but yet when I would walk away that person would come and I, That person was there and I had to deal with it And it wasn't till the Lord spoke to me that I dealt so unforgiveness will hinder and imprison. so God's forgiveness Toward us our sin released us and liberated us. So th- here's, here's the thing. When we forgive, we're liberated and released from a person or a group of people, whatever it would be. So in order to be totally liberated, there has to be a releasing, forgiving, letting go uh, of that person and that deed that the person did. So here's, here's what this Henry Beecher said. He said, I can forgive, but I cannot forget is only another way of saying I will not forgive. Forgiveness ought to be like a canceled note, torn in two and burned up so that it never can be shown against one. Now, I think we've all said that. I mean, have you You don't have to raise your hand, but have you ever said, I can forgive, but I can't forget? And, and But actually, forgiveness is forgetting. And so actually, when God forgives, he forgets. Now, did you guys ever hear that some, I, I heard this in, where they said when you, we get up to heaven, there's going to be like a film, and we're going to stand before God and there's gonna be like a film and it's gonna show everything we ever did and everyone up in heaven's gonna see everything we ever did, all of our sin. Did, did I, So a lot of, that, that kind of went worldwide, didn't it? But the only problem with it is that when God forgives, he forgets. And somebody just made that up to scare everyone so they would behave. It was all fear now our works follow us up to heaven but that's the works that we do that god gives us to do but our sin doesn't follow us because when god forgives he forgets and so when he asks us to forgive he's asking us to forget so if you say i can forgive but i can't forget that's just a different way to say i'm not forgiving because we choose not to forget And then here's something that uh, C.S. Lewis said. He said, to be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. So sometimes uh, we think things are inexcusable, but think about God. He forgives every type of sin there is. Now in, in today's world uh, if somebody uh, you know there's one group of people that uh, everyone struggles with, and they they're not trusted and that that's a pedophile you know so in 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 that in that world, probably the highest suicide rate because they get marked and then it affects them getting a job, it affects them, it follows them forever, but you know. You know how fat, you know fast God forgives that like that and we understand you know you, you can't there's are certain areas that, that you can't work a job if you've done something like that for because of duty of care and protection so we understand that but that person when they get up to heaven God's not gonna bring it up to them they they fell into something and and uh, you know what they fell into was sin and it was wrong but God forgives that, and he forgets. So, you know, if there's, if there's anything uh, w- worse than that, I don't, I don't know. But that would be one of the worst things, and God has no problem forgiving that. And so there should be, no matter what, we should be able to forgive because that's what God does. So, so today, just had it in my heart, I'm going to have the worship team come back up and uh, not preach as long today because we're just going to spend a little time here and uh, just before God. And I felt like the Lord said this to me that there's not many, but there's a few people. You've been carrying something for a while and this can be the day that you're liberated. And God will give a message just for a few people. So maybe, maybe there are not many, but maybe you've been carrying something w- with a person and you haven't let go of it. And you know it's been affecting you. And you think you have a right this is like i'm talking by the holy ghost now you think you have a right to hold on to it because you think that person should have known better but the lord is saying that person did not know better and you do not have a right to hold on to it and you need to let go of it for your own benefit and that was by the holy ghost right there it's not written down just came right out of my heart by the spirit of god And and the Lord is saying this further. If you choose to let go of that, forgive and forget, your days and the fruitfulness of your days will be enhanced, increased, and there will be an abundance that you have not yet experienced, says the Spirit of God. So it's your choice your choice. So you can close your eyes this morning. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you, Lord. Father, I pray that uh, that anyone struggling with forgiving and letting go, Father, and even the reasoning, Father, that you're, you're, you would give supernatural understanding and revelation the big picture Lord thank you for showing the big picture F- Father thank you, thank you for helping bring an understanding an understanding that they did not know what they were doing they were deceived thank you, Father, for helping all of us to see that. Praise you. You can just spend some time in the presence of God. We have little time.
0: no pain too deep the cross declares it is done and there's no pain too real that his love won't heal forever the victory is won there's no sin
1: Somebody that uh, you're, you're there's something that happened even in, in the church setting, and you you actually heard some good instruction about organizing a church and having everything in order. But you were disappointed and let down that the church did not have everything organized and in order, and you've allowed that to bother you. And the Lord's just saying, let go. Let go of that. Yield to compassion. Stand, can all stand up today. There's times that we shout, get excited run, we could roll have laughter and it's wonderful there's other times that we quietly make adjustments in our heart and in a time of quiet, even a time of repentance and quietness where we make things right a lot of times no one knows it's going on it's a private thing but what comes out of it is very powerful and we're at we're at this place even right now that the adjustments made between the Father and whoever made those adjustments maybe you'll never tell anyone but you'll begin to notice that and this is by the Holy Ghost You'll begin to notice that immediately when you begin praying. It'll be different even in your prayer life because of the letting go and the forgetting and the forgiving. And you'll notice a marked difference. You'll notice a difference. This is the Holy Spirit saying this. You'll notice a difference in the level of joy. For there have been times, this is the Spirit of God, you, there have been times that you've laughed even with people, but even in the laughter, deep inside there has been a sadness, but there'll be a laughter that will be real, and it will be on the inside deep, and it will be on the outside, and that sadness will be erased, says the Spirit of God. So in those quiet times where adjustments are made, it changes things in a profound way, he says.
0: Thanks for listening. We're always encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry to change lives. If you have a story you would like to share about how God is working in your life, please let us know and send us an email at church at rhema.org.au. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at rhema.org.au.